Hello, Planeswalkers, and welcome to Daily MTG Podcast, episode, yeah, let's call it 18. That seems about right. I'm Trick Jarrett. Here are my two co-hosts, Tifa Mine and Gavin Burkett. How are you guys doing? Great. Absolutely fabulous. You I'm, should be fabulous. I'm looking forward to 4th of July weekend. It'll yes, be nice. Yes, here in the States, we're celebrating Independence Day. That's the movie with Will Smith. Well, okay, fine. We're just celebrating the holiday, <laughs> but the movie's pretty good, too doesn't age that well, I guess. If you wanted to celebrate that, I would understand. Sure. Absolutely. It, it's worth it. But let's celebrate something else. Magic's largest tournament ever. Happened two weeks ago, GP Vegas for Modern Masters. And one among us, not me, hint, hint, one of us was there. Gavin Verhey was there. How did you do? How how was it for you? Uh, it was absolutely phenomenal, guys. I, I cannot stress how much fun I had that weekend. I've been to hundreds of Magic tournaments. I've been to... I don't know, 30 odd Grand Prix, mini pro tours. This was the most fun event I have ever been to. This was insane. Everybody I knew was there. You know, people from all around the world, people I hadn't seen in six or seven years, old friends from when I started playing Magic. They had booths full of things. They had, you know, Ultra Pro was there, showing off a lot of their stuff. There were lots of artists. There was an entire art gallery of Modern Masters art. Um, there were people dressed up in magic costumes. There was like a great Chandra, a Jay, some you know some really people who really put a lot of work into what they were doing there. And then of course the tournament, Modern Masters sealed, absolutely phenomenal. Um, I got to do commentary on the weekend, and it was so much fun to just like watch some of the best players in the game play Modern Masters, the super fun skill intensive format. See some really cool cards and combos being pulled off, draft sealed. It was a lot of fun. Right. I don't know about you, Tifa, but I was super jealous. Yeah, I really wish that I could have been there. It sounded like it, it was an event beyond a tournament, right? Like, there was so much going on, uh, and I really wish that I could have seen, you know, all of that, uh, all of those aspects of magic put together into one awesome weekend with people from all over. Like, you know, that's a lot of people to be in one place that all love the same game, and I... I'm glad you got to experience that excitement, but I agree with Trick that I'm, pre- I'm pretty jealous. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's not just the 4,500 people who played in the tournament either, right? You have the 150 judges, all the staff, all the vendors. A lot of people came just for side events. They were like, I just want to play in some of these awesome side events happening all weekend. So it really, you know, you end up looking at it, and there are probably about five to 6,000 people in the room, and that is so much magic being played. Right. There were so many people at the event that on Friday, when they held their special free mini-masters event, it is the second largest Magic event we've ever run. The Friday Mini Masters event eclipsed GP Charlotte in attendance numbers. Just sheer size of this event boggles the mind. We have to stop for a moment and give major props to Tim Shields of Cascade Games for running this event. He put a lot of work into it, a lot of organization into it. Brought together a hundred, like a staff of 160 judges. There, there were a third of the world's L3 judges at this event. I mean, just yeah. we had the infographic on Daily MTG last Monday, uh, over a week ago, that was put together by the coverage team and uh, just covered some of the amazing facts of how many cards were open that weekend and how awesome the judge staff was. Yeah. Pretty epic weekend for Magic. Uh, it absolutely was. I mean, uh, if you look at that infographic, you can see some great stats, like this tournament was 70% larger than the last largest Magic tournament, which was completely insane. Right. There, there were more players at the tournament than there were judges in the entire world. They it, had a lot of artists there, too, from what yeah. I understand, yeah. which is really cool that people could could meet and greet that many artists in the same place. 
Yeah, and the artists were always busy. They were having a great time. All their pieces were up for display. And once again, there was this phenomenal art gallery Tim had set up with all this great modern master's art on the sides you could go to take a look at, all blown up and you know really pretty to see. I know a lot of people put a lot of work into that. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. And I have to, once again, give my hats off to those guys for doing it. I talked to John Carter, who works with, was a level three judge, works with Tim Shields uh, a couple months ago, and he said anything less than 3,000 would be a disappointment. And I know a lot of people leading up to the event were like, 3,000, that's crazy. And then here we are, 4,500 players. What a what a great time. Crazy. And, and hats off to also Neil Oliver, the, the winner of the weekend. As a limited event, it's easy for people to overlook because they don't get excited. They don't get as excited about you know, not having their favorite archetype represented or, or maybe it's just a, a format they're not excited about. But to be able to say you won the largest Magic tournament ever is a, a pretty nice feather in the cap. And he'll be on his way to Pro Tour Pharaohs, which is taking place this October in Dublin, Ireland. He and something like 19 other people qualified got their invitations from this GP. So that's that's pretty crazy. It, it was an awesome weekend. I'm excited. I'm excited you got to be there, Gavin. As jealous as I am, that jealousy is outweighed by my excitement for you. <laughs> I'm just glad I booked my ticket a couple a couple months ago. I was like, you know, this tournament might be really fun. I should go. And then it ended up working out in my favor. Uh, you know, Modern Masters is, is behind us. This week on Daily MTG, it's Magic 2014 Core Set Preview Week. And we don't have a preview card this year. Uh, scheduling got in the way. We weren't sure if this would happen this week or last week. So uh, we don't have a preview card, but let's talk about some of the excitement in this set. We've got we've got a new Garrick, which we showed last week uh, on MTVG. Their website revealed the new gear. And we've got a new Chandra, which was just revealed yesterday by Dave Guskin. First up is Garrick, Collar of Beasts. He's four green green. He's, of course, the Planeswalker Garrick. He's mythic, as all Planeswalkers are. He has a starting loyalty of four, and his three abilities are plus one. Reveal the top five cards of your library. Put all creature cards revealed this way into your hand and the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. His second ability is a minus three, and it says you may put a green creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. His third ability is minus seven. You get an emblem with whenever you cast a creature spell, you may search your library for a creature card and put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. How bonkers is that ultimate, huh? Just, <laughs> your Linowar Elf also brings Emrakul along with it. Right. Yeah, I can see this guy being quite happy in, say, Commander. At six mana, he's not any difficulty to cast. This is a Tifa card. This is a Tifa card. This, this was made for me. This gets your stamp of approval. Uh, and not only is it a Tifa card, it's also a tournament card. This guy is so strong. I mean, a lot of people might be shied away by a six mana, but... I'm shied away by a six mana. But you plop him down, you're probably going to go up a couple cards from his first ability. If you have an awesome green creature, like, say, Creator Hook Behemoth or something, you can drop it right into play. And if you just keep ticking him up... His ultimate is almost unbeatable. Like right. You activate that thing, and every creature you play turns into any creature in your deck along with the original creature. That's just insane. Right. So I have what I like to call my pet deck, which I've been working on for two years, and every single set I change it. Right. I update it, and it's a mono-green deck. It usually has ramp. For a while it didn't, but like it's back to being a ramp deck. Six mana could be like turn three or four for me. Um, so this is just going to be amazing. It's almost a mono-creature deck. Yeah. And it's just, like, so perfect for this card. Well, I do have a mono-creature deck. I have a mono-creature Carador deck, where it's Carador is my, my commander, and then it's all creatures and lands. I have no instants, I have no sorceries. That's awesome. And uh, I'm pretty sure I'll break the only creature rule to put Garrick in there. I feel like he, he belongs. I do have one uh, mono-creature deck, but it's my Simic deck. 
and I'm considering putting him in that deck as well. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm really excited about Garrick. Uh, being a, a, a tall man, I, you know, I share <laughs> share some perspective on the world. You know, but, I uh, have a Halloween costume idea for you. Oh, really? Okay, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, maybe a couple months. Let, let's let's wait. Let's talk instead about Chandra Pyromaster, the new Chandra, of course, in Magic 2014, where Chandra is the centerpiece. She is 2RR. She starts with 4 loyalty, and she has 3 abilities. The first one is plus 1. Chandra Pyromaster deals 1 damage to target player and 1 damage to up to 1 target creature that player controls. That creature can't block this turn. Her second ability is 0. Exile the top card of your library. You may play it this turn. Or, minus 7, exile the top 10 cards of your library, choose an instant or sorcery card, exile this way, and copy it three times. You may cast copies without paying their mana costs. Wow. What do you think, Gavin? Well, something really cool about this Chandra that you see is, for a while, people have asked to get some kind of red card advantage or card filtering ability. And this Chandra, you finally kind of see premiered. The second ability, you can exile the top card of your library, play it. If it's a land, you just plop it right into play. You can cast it if it's, if it's a spell. And this is kind of uh, something pretty cool that Red is going to be able to do now is to have this ability to, uh, you know, get a little more card flow going, which is nice. And on top of that, you have this great Chandra dealing damage, uh, letting you get your guys through exactly what an aggressive deck wants. You can do some cool things for a control deck. You can build up toward that ultimate and, I don't know, searing spear your opponent a bunch of times. So there's a lot of great options with this new Chandra, and as the figurehead of the set, I think she delivers. Yeah. Tifa, is this a Tifa card? It's not a Tifa card, but it is my favorite Chandra, and and I was really excited to see a powerful female be the head of the core set this year. That yeah. was really exciting. Yeah, I agree. Uh, just for clarification, for those of you who thought like the first ability seemed very wordy, just to clear it up, the reason it's doing this is that if your opponent doesn't have a creature in play, this allows you to just ping them and not have to worry about, you know, not having a creature to target with the ability. But uh, I'm excited for both of these Planeswalkers. They're, of course, joined by their three good friends, Ajani, Jace, and Liliana. But we already knew those three, so we don't need to dive into them. Magic 2014, though, pretty spicy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, these are two cards from the set. And then also, I mean, Magic 2014 Duels of the Planeswalkers just came out, and that's been a lot of fun to play with. Have you guys had the chance to play with it yet? I have. Uh, I actually, I love the sealed option now. Uh, I built a green-red sealed deck that was a lot of fun. Uh, I haven't really dove into sealed yet. I enjoy the campaign a lot. So I've been focused on working my way through the campaign. And I've been playing on my Android tablet. And uh, I, I got the tablet not knowing originally that we were going to Android. And so ever since I heard about that, I've just been super excited for it to finally arrive so I can play it on the tablet. And it has been awesome. I have a Nexus 7, and it's amazing. And I have it on my iPad, and it just looks great, plays great. Uh, I'm excited. Something I always enjoy are the puzzles in Duels of the Planeswalkers, because, you know, the challenges. You play through them, and there's like you're racking your mind trying to figure out how to do them. And I actually designed one of them this time. So when you get to the last puzzle, and you're scratching your head out trying to figure out how to kill your opponent, uh, you can thank me for that. I also tested some of the decks for this, so it was cool to kind of play around with some of the different cards and, uh, you know, try and make something that you're holding in your hand turn into something on the screen, which is really neat. Uh, this is a really cool product, and I'm super excited about playing more of it. Yeah. So I actually have been playing on the Xbox, and I think it's really neat that each of us had a different platform that we're playing on. And it's not even all the platforms. Right. Uh, and I think that's really awesome. Like, I'm a console person at heart, so for me, you know, I waited until it was on the... Like, I wanted it on the Xbox, and right. I sat at home on my couch with my console uh, controller and just 
you know, played there. And, you know, iPad's great, too. Android, like, you can, you know, be anywhere with that and play it. Uh, and I think that's that's something really awesome about our game. Um, it's, it's everywhere. I, I love that we embrace all of the platforms. And, in fact, I love the fact that when we brought it to iPad and now to Android tablets, that we really didn't... We didn't scrimp. We didn't give anything up. It's a true translation of the game that you can play on Xbox, or that you can play on Steam, or that you can play on PlayStation. You can play it in these handheld devices, and that's something I really, really am proud of. And I, I'm, like I said, I'm having such a great time playing it. I even had it like I played the first two levels with it on the easiest mode, and I was like, man, it feels so easy. And so then I, I crank it up a level, and I'm still doing okay. And then I, I crank it up to the third level, and I was like, okay, this is where I'm. I feel happy playing. Like. Given that I'm an experienced player, I was able to go into the options and set the, the play levels of Planeswalker, and uh, I just love this game so much. It's, it's perfect also for when I'm sitting in the meetings. Like, I, I don't know if you guys know this or not. I'm an early arriver to meetings. Like, If I don't get there early, I'm going to miss the meeting. I just It always happens. <laughs> so I'll get there five minutes earlier. So this, this is perfect for me to pop it open, load it up on the tablet, play a little bit before people start arriving for the meetings. So that's, why, that's why I make sure when I'm in a meeting with you that I'm on time. Yeah. I'm always there before you. <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, definitely go check out Magic 2014, Duels of the Planeswalkers. Depending on what platform you're looking for, it might be under just Magic 2014, or it might be Magic 2014, Duels of the Planeswalkers. Well, and something to note, Trick was talking about how he's experienced so he could go into the options. One of the things that I really want to get across um, to all of you out there is that if you have friends who don't know how to play Magic, or friends who are fairly new at the game... Magic 2014 Duels of the Planeswalkers is the best way to learn to play. Absolutely. Uh, so if you have someone who's you know, been interested but a little scared to start in store or with friends, have them download this game. Yes. Have them try it out. Like You can try the demo for free, and they'll see, oh, well, I can learn this way. Right. And they can learn at home. They can learn you know, by themselves at their own pace. And it's a great game for that. It's designed for that. So I highly recommend everyone to use it for that purpose. Yeah, and don't forget that even though there's the, the $10 full purchase price, you have the free demo so that they can get into it and start feeling around and getting the ideas for free. And, and you know, it seems like we, we're mentioning the game's name a lot. We're really talking about it. We're really excited. And we really are. But Tifa's right. This is the best way for you to teach new people how to play Magic. I and mean, As much fun as it is, and I love to teach people to play Magic, the Magic 2014 Duels of Planeswalker is our best yet at teaching people how to play Magic. Yeah, and I mean, I, I of course have a lot of experience teaching people, um, but this is just, it's always after I teach someone in person, it's the next step that I yeah. tell them that they should go to. Magic can be such a daunting challenge, like especially once they start to understand how much there is to it with all the different card names and all the different rules and stuff like that, that it, it can actually be, you know, it's really intimidating just to even play with a, a person that I, you know, a close friend, it can still be intimidating for someone who's like, I don't know anything. How am I ever going to learn this game? So being able to sit down and just play duels in the safety of their own home with no people around to you know laugh at them when they make stupid mistakes or anything like that, it's a really, really important thing and a great thing when it comes to learning magic. So we, we mentioned the new Garrick earlier, and we mentioned that he was revealed on MTV Geek's blog. Uh, along with revealing it, we also talked about the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. And I'm just really excited for San Diego Comic-Con as a whole. Uh, we've got uh, our annual panel is going to be there, and we're going to start talking about Theros. Yeah, I was lucky enough to be able to help put that panel together, and I know firsthand it is very exciting. There's lots of goodies. And there might be some other cool stuff they revealed as well, so keep your eyes out for it. Yeah. But, you know, we talk about San Diego Comic-Con. We just had the GP Vegas. we got a lot of exciting stuff still coming up this year. We've got World's Week also fast approaching from Amsterdam. 
we're going to have the World Magic Cup and World Championships both taking place in the same, almost the same time, the same week from Amsterdam. Then, shortly thereafter, we're going to have Pro Tour Theros coming from Dublin, Ireland. I'm excited because I get to go to that, and I've never been to the UK. We uh, also have PAX this year. Oh, did I skip that? You oh, my goodness. PAX. PAX. How would you skip PAX? PAX this year is going to be insane. If you thought past Magic PAXs were insane, just wait till you check this one out. As much as I joke about the fact that I overlooked it, I'm going to claim that I lobbed it up for my co-hosts to slam down in this epic spike of podcasting and claim that they realized that I forgot it. I'm going to claim I knew what I was doing. That's what I'm saying. And I love packs. Objection. Objection. <laughs> overruled, sir. In this court, overruled. I feel like I'm watching like an Azorius match happening <laughs> there. Us to get into whatever guilds we can. So we've got a lot of exciting stuff this year, and we've just had some exciting stuff. We've got more exciting stuff. And, you know, let's put on an extra serving of exciting stuff. Keep watching Daily MTG this week for more exciting previews for Magic 2014's core set. And we will be back in the not-too-distant future with an episode with Dave Guskin, the developer of Magic 2014. He's got a lot to say about the set, so you won't want to miss his inside R&D look at what exactly makes M14 M14. If you've got any questions you'd like us to ask him, shoot us an email dailymtgcast at wizards.com or you can reach out to us on Twitter I am trickmtg on Twitter Tifa Mayan on Twitter Gavin Verhey on Twitter hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Daily MTG Podcast we'll see you guys soon